Black, Educated, and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip-hop, headlines, and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials. In the Black culture, it's cool when they do it. It's uh. a problem when Dion do it. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? You know, actually, I, for oh, once, I actually do know what Ron is saying. I'm in agreement with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about the whole Dion leaving Jackson State, going yeah. to the University of Colorado... It's so it's so many conversations from from that, and and I think people getting misconstrued. No, 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 Mike. Cause what you're not gonna do is not act like you didn't get me in trouble and blocked on fucking Twitter. I did. <laughs> I did well, not get Mike, you in trouble on Twitter. Mike All I did was text you on Twitter. I text you. No, it ain't because he. We don't know who the hell it was. I don't know. So I I don't even know why I was on Twitter. I I was about to get ready to go to bed. I had to be up super early. You and were. I seen Mike retweet something <laughs> dealing retweet. with it. He did a retweet, and I answered the retweet. And then, like, I'm about to shower, and I see Mike text me say, "Hey, uh, he responded I to said, you." He responded to you. I said, "Listen, I gotta go to bed. I can't do this tonight because I already know when I'm on social media, when I talk and I, resp- I say something to people, respond or whatever, it always comes from here to here." Immediately, yeah, I've, I've been the victim of that. Fuck no Hold on, real quick. Indy in the building. Hey, what's, what's up, Indy? Hey, Steve. When the guys come in, we don't do no intro. They know us. <laughs> no, but Indy's exactly. Indy's hanging out. It's your favorite. So, um, you might actually kinda, be our favorite. <laughs> Keep that record. Our last show disappeared. Yeah. So the guy he responded to me, and you know, I felt it was kind of he was being a tad shady, but I didn't buy into it. And I responded, and I said some things that were pretty uh, shady as well, but, you know, respectful. He didn't like it. He blocked me. And then had the nerve to go on to drag me. Like, somebody randomly screenshot and sent it to me. And I'm like, what the hell? He got me blocked, and he in here going in on me. <laughs> I said, oh, my gosh, these boys, they, they so soft, man. It, it's super lame. But... I'm blaming Mike because he retweeted. I would have never seen it and Mike Don't not retweeted. How you gonna blame wait, that on me? On, this is the wait, top wait, wait. conversation wait. of the day. <laughs> while, while we talking about Twitter, right? I wasn't even talking to nobody really. I just tweeted some shit. I had said, "You motherfuckers is mad that Dion is leaving." Shit, I'm thinking about pulling Dion my damn self. Right, I was like, I got a good gig now. Yeah, but one of these other gigs give me the right number. I'm out. Right. Of course. I get a response tweet. Hope it ain't from your company. Uh-uh. <laughs> See you at 730. That's right. I said, said at 7.30. I said, what the fuck I do to you? <laughs> I hadn't so, seen you in a minute. I hadn't <laughs> seen you. I thought I'd so, see you at a certain time. We we got we had a conversation we gotta have. This is a special. That's conversation. Mike's way of saying have your black ass. <laughs> have your black ass <laughs> on time. That's, that's right. That's and he was on time. I'm here too. He but, made me but, here. So but I this Dion, that. this Dion shit been so crazy, and I had to tell somebody. I said, you know what? Just listen to my podcast, and then when I do my other radio show, because I'm tired of hearing. We we have a platform, right? So a lot of people that do have platforms. What I'm noticing is is the the a lot of the conversation is what they're pulling from. Mm-hmm. They're pulling from the children, mm-hmm. and they're also pulling from the fact that and and I want to put this out there for me personally because a lot of people are hating on Dion. We we have that in our community. It, it's mm-hmm. straight up hate. But at the same time, most of us are not knocking any black man or any black woman for that matter, mm-hmm. especially in athletics. 
for getting a job, uh-huh. getting a better job, making more money, doing what they have to do, especially on a different level. My problem with the whole conversation is like, because a lot of people are taking it personal, then you have your HBCU folks, and part of your conversation with that guy uh, is take the funny out of it was that he was from Jackson, he went to Jackson, so he took it real, real no, personal. No, he didn't. He went to Alcorn. Oh, he went to Alcorn? And I, I think that's what Jackson. I pissed him off about. I said, well, if you uh-huh. from there and they need this much help, then why did you go to Alcorn? And then I was blocked. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Or, 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 or. But the, the, he, but the, the thread, like the thread, the thread <laughs> brought up so many different conversations. And then even like I said, kids, because my, my last tweet and I was just done with it. But it's a young lady and she, she's a beautiful sister. She um, reports out of the DMV. A sports reporter, but literally every time I see her, I'm like, the only way you can do damn sports reporting is you got your titties out. And at this point, and at this point, you just basically you just kissing Dion ass. So for a lot of people, my my problem was, and I kept putting this out on my Twitter. I'm like, it's plenty of black coaches who are overlooked. Mm -hmm. And like I said with Dion, because I think he was coaching little league football with his son. He didn't coach anything else. No, he was he had a charter school. He was so day school, football school. So what was it? The, it was he a high school a ch- or middle school? I think it was a, I know for sure it was a high school. I don't know if there was a middle school involved. But he was coaching his uh his uh charter school. But one one the son at the school too? Yeah, the oldest one. Yeah, so like I said, with that not not knocking Actually, no coaching. All three of them might they all probably played for him. That's their daddy. But what I, my problem was for a lot of black men, and I'm going to do this perfect on the, in, the, in the NFL and in college football who are overlooked. And I know plenty of them that are in D1 schools. What they don't have is the status of Deion Sanders. Nobody is talking about that. He is Dion has been a that's a full fledged celebrity. Mm-hmm. And when he first got to Jackson, of course we if we're gonna talk about HBCU football, uh, don't none of y'all that go to HBCU when y'all go to the game, ain't nobody give a damn about the football team. When y'all go to homecoming, it's it's not. about homecoming, it's about the fellowship, and that's what HBCUs are about. There are athletes that come out of HBCUs. Michael Strahan is probably one of the most legendary ones, and, and there's so many mm-hmm. others. But at the same time, I, I know coaches. I know a coach. 34 years old. He played at a D1 school. He GA'd at a D1 school under a legendary coach. This is a black man. He left there, went D2, coached his way up in D2, got the opportunity to return to D1. It was a low D1 school, spent seasons there. They offered him an opportunity, but he found another opportunity at another D1 school, working his way up. This black man is 34 years old. He's an assistant head coach at AAC College. Mm-hmm. University of Central Florida. That's a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. They are ranked. That's a D1 school. But you talking about black man, then you go to the league, your boy in Kansas City. Yeah. He should he, he should be a head a coach. He, he, he can be a head coach on a college level yep. and in the NFL, and he does not have it. And he won a Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah. But with Dion, I, I just wanted to be acknowledged. Like, it is some hate out there, but it's the celebrity that moved him up. Because that's called a fact of fact. And I put this on my Twitter. His first year there – it's a lot of they all winning, yeah. but he still he lost to the legendary head coach at South Carolina State. South Carolina State beat Dion ass in the Celebration Bowl. Yes, they did. So then, of course, the next two seasons he got the swap champion, the swap championships, and I'm like that that's great. But who who's been winning it? Like if you're gonna talk about that and the the and we talk about HBCUs, 
it's a lot of people that's overlooked because they're not so there. It's plenty of people that give money. Other than Tom Joyner, Ricky Smiley, Cheryl Under, you know how many people give money to HBCUs on, on every year, yeah, US, especially to their alma mater. Mm-hmm. They give the money. They give the money. They they support the foot. They support the athletics. All kind of stuff. So the conversation has been out there. There is a lot of facilities that need to be upgraded. It's so much stuff, Everybody and I'm knows like, that too. when Dion got to Jackson State, it got national because, and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let's just call it what it is. He's a fucking celebrity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. He is a celebrity. That's it. Everybody wants to call it hate, and a lot of people know how to get it out there on Twitter. But if you read between a lot of these people's social media posts, other than the kiss ass and the haters, they that's was, what a lot of people were talking all, about. They were just pretty much emotional. They yeah. were upset that the fact that he came there and now he's leaving. Why do you expect Deion Sanders to stay in Jackson of all places for more than five years? I've never heard of a forever contract. Never. It never is. It's always about going to get you what you right, can. But a lot of people want to know what was his point. Is is he trying to be a coach? I think a lot of people were asking that and they don't have an answer. Now, do he have to answer? Hell no. But like I said, for me, I just wanted to acknowledge all the black people that I know that are coaches who are overlooked in D1. I got a guy right now. He was number 54. He played under Steve Spurrier at South Carolina. He was the linebacker behind Jadavian Clowney. And everybody know Clowney's a beast, beast in the NFL. So this linebacker, now he was uh, like a recruiter uh, in a position at, at his alma mater in South Carolina for 10 years. He got one opportunity to go coach at the University of Tennessee, but he wants to be a positions coach, and he wants to coach his position. They didn't give him that. They told him to do strength and conditioning. He's now back at his alma mater under another coach he played for and still without a position coach job. But like I said, with Dion, where, where's the experience? He's a celebrity. All of a sudden, you a head coach at Jackson State, and people was like, well, that's the school that gave him opportunities, that, and the third. I'm like, well, how many schools did he apply for? Did he go straight D1? Did he go D2? Hell, did he even go D3 in his application? Well, Nobody before, knows. Right? We've seen this before. We've seen we this before with who? We live in Atlanta, and I'm a. Well, I compared it. I said Dion's celebrity is is just like some of these radio that's people exactly and these stand up comedians. That's who, all it is. All that stuff. That's all it is. I was really, remember, remember what the show went the the big show that came to V103 a couple years ago. They changed the whole format. Yeah. We're from Morning Culture, and I yeah. said them two co-hosts suck. I said you and Randy would be better co-hosts and a better job because them motherfuckers didn't last what, but eight months. Not even <laughs> that, boy. Lord have mercy. But that's so, all I want. I just I want people to call out, call out the celebrity and acknowledge all the black people, the ones who give money to uh, HBCUs and the black coaches where they on D2, D1, or HBCUs that's been overlooked. So you're not mad that he left? No. Okay. I can, that's why I told somebody on Twitter that, and they, I didn't get blocked on Twitter. <laughs> Q, Q got blocked. I actually picked up some followers. <laughs> but I told somebody, I said, I don't give a damn. They said, based on your tweets, you give a damn. Somebody came and they said something to me about Dion, and they was like, I'm just kidding. And I said, Well, listen, since you won't talk about Jackson, tell your mama to go down there and break up water because they ain't got no water down there. Oh, and then they did say that I too. said, Just kidding. They follow me now on Twitter, but what the hell ever. That's I mean, all I'm saying. I, I, go do your thing as a black man because they talk about the crabs in the barrel. No, go do your thing. But let's call it what he's a celebrity. He's a celebrity. So he he got the elevation goal. Now, of the random school, because there's plenty of schools probably would have hired Dion. Who cares? Let's talk about the black coaches who don't get the opportunity to go do the exact same job. You're right. But Dion didn't hire himself. Jackson used Dion's celebrity. Who? When's the last time we spent this much time talking about HCBU football? H- I do. HBC. I do. I'm sorry. I'm, my bad. I fucked up. He went to one. Uh, Lord, that yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad.
I do. But you, but I gonna speak for me. I gonna speak for me and the people I talk to and come to HBCU. And who the, really put us the, on that? Our boy Mike P with his uh, coverage of Tennessee State. Tennessee State. I, I follow that. Yeah, All too. the people talking about Dion, majority of them do nothing to support the HBCU. No, they you don't, don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's, we say that, but who who we talking about? Who you talking about that's talking about Dion that don't support HBCU? Are we I mean, talking about? Are we talking about? Are we talking about those white leaders? Are we talking about other black coaches? Who we talking about? I'm talking about everybody. If you say so, well, I don't know. I, 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 I got can't receipts say that, that I well, money. I done gave the HBCUs, you and I damn sure they go to one. If you come in and put money back into the the school homecomings and all that, then you that's and plenty support. of y'all give it in homecomings. They get the money at homecoming, even if it's ten dollars, they get it. Well, like all these analysts has got something to say about Dion. What ES, do they know? ESPN and FS1, they don't. Play nothing HBCUs. Well, they did. They did. They did when he got there. That's exactly. what exactly. Yeah, exactly. The game day. The exactly. celebrity. Yeah. They did when he got there. Not nothing before then. Nothing. They weren't getting no love. If there was, it was on ESPN they three. They could have been nobody was watching. But you talking about being supported? Like I said, I, I brought up Tom Jordan earlier. Tom Jordan used to go to all the classics. Yep. Twenty five mm-hmm. years of the Tom Jordan Morning Show. Yes. He broadcast live every Friday from every classic and was at the game as the leader. This, then, the third. He went to Tuskegee. So I, I don't want to hear that. It's out there. People kill me when they say it's not out there and it's out it's there. It's the validation. Dion that celebrity for. and it, it, that's what exactly what it was. He came in there and validated the day the stuff that we already, already know and knew yep. and exactly. been talked about Absolutely. and so you talked all that you talked that good game you brought these boys in here because some of the boys yeah you may take with you but a lot of those boys just like in today's culture they want to go be under a celebrity who's hot and what's not if my son got accepted to hbcu i'm sending his ass south carolina state because that man right there is a legendary coach. And Legend. you're going to come out with a degree. Legend. You're going to come out with HBCU experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm surrounded by HBCU experience. So I don't want to hear that. Dion is a celebrity. And if people feel the ones who taking it a little bit personal, who went to HBCUs and they know the conversation, they lived in those dorms, they they played football, they yeah. played basketball, whatever they did, they got every right to feel how they feel because he is a celebrity. Where so many people who have given back to HBCU, listen, they they were quick to take Dr. Cosby money back, but that man gave the HBCUs for a million goddamn years. I don't want to hear it. Celebrity. That's what it is. I just want that to be said from, from me on this platform. Y'all can close out how you want to do it. But it's his celebrity. It's too many black coaches out there overlooked who don't have Deion Sanders uh, from 21, from the Falcons to the to the 49ers, to the Cowboys, to the, Cowboys. To, to the Super Bowl rings, to uh, his, his return back to yeah. Baltimore, to dating babyface wife, him and his wife, all in the doggone news, all his. Don't nobody TV have show. that. Reality show. Don't mm-hmm. nobody have that. Don't forget about baseball. And all his kiss-ass celebrity friends. Right. Ricky Smiley, I know that's your friend, and we love Ricky to us. I love Rick to a certain degree, but he all on his thing. Got to defend him this, then, the third. It's a pastor in Atlanta, one of my great friends. That was only your friend because you met his ass through another pastor <laughs> in Dallas. Won't you get your church together in Atlanta while you talking about your friends? But I said what I said. It's celebrity, and that's what it is. His celebrity is just like these social media folks and folks that are in they in a lane that you shouldn't be in, and you getting past people who done put in the time and the work. The guy that's the assistant head coach at the University of Central Florida, I kid you not, he going to be over 40 by the time somebody actually looks at him as a head coach. And I just told you how much work he put in. I'm telling you, he's a celebrity. Let me flip so it So right are you going to be upset if another NFL player come? 
Another NFL player do. There's plenty of NFL players that are they coaches. Are. What are we talking Eddie about? Eddie George is a coach. That's coming. And they've been working. They've been working. They mm-hmm. they go back into the NFL as trainers. They go back to the NFL position coaches. Mike Vick. Right. Train Pat coming up. Right. Do, Deuce Staley. Yeah. I've been waiting on Deuce Staley to get a real good job. When he left the Philadelphia Eagles, his son was at South Carolina. That man came up. That man, that man been coaching. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it's plenty of them out there. It's plenty of them out there that don't have the celebrity that Dion has. And right. they get overlooked and they still getting overlooked. But that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like if another NFL player was to go and get that position over all these people. Get what position? The head coaching job. Are we talking about specifically at Jackson State or just at, get at a head Jackson coach State? Job? We want to see it. That, that's what a lot of a lot of black social black media people are saying. Uh for who who are talking about the hate on Dion is waiting on the torch to be passed, mm-hmm. and that's what, I mean. We can hope for that. All I did was say was my problem is nobody's acknowledging the celebrity of Dion Sanders compared to all these black coaches, whether you are at a HBCU, D two, D one, or even in the NFL. I wouldn't want to come behind Dion. I ain't gonna lie, no homo. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to be the next coach of Jackson. State's football team because the students who the players who stand when they're not getting the the wins that they were getting and it's not the glitz and the glam they gonna blame your ass dog. exactly be on your and he's already told them folks at Colorado he he brought he bringing in these dogs that he brought to Jackson State which is fine y'all go do y'all them children gonna do y'all thing but what about the rest of them they're and not, don't get me wrong that's life not, that's part of life he's not sending though. all of them out. And they really didn't play the whole clip. There's more to that clip. He said he want people who's going to work, oh, yeah. who's going to come out and play, who's oh, going to yeah. work out. You can stay. But if you're not into that and trying to get to the next level, then go ahead and enter that portal. That's the whole clip. But here's some breaking news. Um, they just hired an offensive coordinator. An offensive coordinator was the previous head coach to Kent State. Oh, yeah. And he, and his offense last year wasn't the best, but season, it was before, last, season before last, they were number, number four. four. Not this past season. Right. I'm no, no, season no. before last, he was number four in the country. So here's the here's the problem that Colorado is going to uh, pose on their opponents. Uh, I don't know if y'all have ever been to Colorado. Oh, but no problem. Air, just too many damn cheeks. The air up there <laughs> is very thin because of the elevation. And that team that he coached at Kent State, they averaged – I play every 30 seconds. For football, that's very, very fast. Oh, yeah. That's like a hurry-up offense, essentially. So you think about traveling to Colorado from wherever you are Mm -hmm. and having to go play where the elevation is 12,000 feet and you can't breathe and keeping up with people who practice in there who's going to be – they're going to be good sooner than we expect. I give them two years to be somewhere in the mix of college players. Yeah, well, hey, we, we hope so. We hope so because, well, as a black man getting that job, we want to see it. I just want his celebrity to be acknowledged and all the black men. that Like I said, EB, EB that, that man EB deserves a head in the NFL, NFL as an office coordinator should have a head coaching job. And honestly, it was a battle. And then this is the thing, they talk about crabs in the barrel, but you had two black men up for the job down in Tampa. Byron Leftwich should have got that job. Then you got other black folks probably should have said Ty Bowles should have got that job. How about somebody leave go get a job somewhere else and then somebody else get that job there? That's what should have happened. But nobody called Byron Leftwich. Same way EB did all them interviews, nobody called him back. Year after year. Nobody called him back. But Dion, coaching from high school, because you got a you, celebrity, got a charter school. Kanye just had a damn school, too. You got a school, and then all of a sudden, because you want to coach, HBCU said, I'm going to make you a coach. 
But a lot of guys don't say they put in the work. It's so many people in their lanes who put in the work, and celebrity knocks them out. And I, I don't care what nobody say. I got a problem with that because I work my behind off in Atlanta. What I do, and I'm in my hometown. Like I tell you about, I'm in my hometown, and you you hear my name and my voice on TV. You may not see me yet, but I'm gonna get there because I put in the work. Now, if they knock me out, then I know exactly what it is because I know exactly what city I live in. I know exactly what the hell going on, and I'm gonna call that shit out too. That's all I'm saying. It's celebrity, and like you, who coming behind Dion? The pressure. Soon as they person lose, they won't make it. They they gonna be put out because of what his celebrity did, not coaching his celebrity. I don't give a damn what nobody say. I don't want y'all to misunderstand what I'm saying, uh, classmates, because I'm all for what Dion did. I don't have a problem with it at all. I don't see a fault in anything that's transpired since he announced it on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish that we as a people would stop attacking for reasons outside of. It, it's other than it's being selfish. Like y'all mad at this man for coming to. Yeah, they all calling that leaving, out. Yeah, they're saying leaving selfish. Jackson. Yeah, but hell, y'all left Jackson. Y'all didn't graduate and stay there. You went on to do bigger and better things. Hell, some of them didn't even go to school in Jackson, even though they're from Jackson. Mm-hmm. So like that man going to to get a job at a bigger school, it was not a stepping stone. He did right by them kids. Yep. He put them in front of people they would have never met. Yep. Gilly, Wallow, Young Dolph. And I'm talking about in the locker room, kicking it with them, spitting knowledge, giving them game. And y'all mad about it? Y'all ain't made this much money in years. I got the list of all the HBCUs who are behind. A Forbes Mm. list. Millions. I'm talking one of them is trillions of dollars in in behind the endowment. So enjoy it for what it was and move on. That's why some of these these women be saying what they be saying about (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Y'all strange, boy. I tell you, y'all weird. Let's call it what it is. But all that right there is exactly what we do. It, it's celebrity. Yeah. If you want to have celebrity, you got my, just, my, the coach I know at UCF making call uh, DJ Swearinger, who he played with and a couple other guys. But like you said, you can't call some of these folk unless you got the status. Yeah. It just is what it is. Then that's what folk just need to realize. Don't hate on the man. But when we talk about, when, when you start talking about HBCUs and sports and coaching, remind yourself that it's still plenty of folks out there and they do it on a consistent basis and been doing it before Dion even thought about it and folks been giving money to HBCUs before he even brought in what his celebrity brought in to the school. Just call it what it is. Don't hate, but call it what they are. There's your personal opinion, and there's facts. And I tell people all the time, put your facts over the feeling. Which part are you calling celebrity? Him getting the job? All of it. All of it was celebrity. So him getting the job, doing what he did, and then leaving. Celebrity. Okay, I just wanted to That's make sure I got it clear because I haven't heard you make this point yet, and I'm, we've I've seen we've seen each other on Twitter feeds, but I'm I'm just putting it together. That's it, celebrity. That, that's if, if you follow me on Twitter, that's how I was talking about. Was the Twitter? I, I never hated on him or did this, then the third. I just said it's a celebrity because all the folks want to do is kiss his ass. I'm like, you ain't got no opportunity. He got it. It's celebrity because clearly you still doing your little day job tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh I said what I said, but anyway, I just we had to have that conversation. That's all. Andy, what you think, man? We didn't kind of hog the whole thing. We sorry. You got to jump in with us, man. Don't right, the last guy show it disappeared all of a sudden. <laughs> I mean, I kind of yep. think that y'all just have valid points. I think I actually saw it honestly differently. I felt like he should have been like, I'm on the other side. I felt like he should have stayed, but why? 
I don't know. I just Hold on, before like... you answer that, did you go to the nature museum? Yeah. Okay. I did. I respected that opinion more. That's yeah. all. Yeah. I felt like, um, I don't know, I feel like we don't spend enough time at the actual school, like, really trying to build it up, and I feel like we seize an opportunity that's better, but, like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of things are bigger than us, and, like, y'all mentioned, like, with the kids and, like, the attachment and all that stuff that... They Let's did. stop calling them kids. Okay, yeah, I'm not kids, right. They are grown kids. I mean, people. So, students, okay. Um, just with those people, like, th- they built this camaraderie. They built this um, stamina, like, winning and all that stuff. And now he's just on to the next. But I feel like, you know, seasons come, time happens, and it's but, time to move on. But they're not going to stay there things, forever, but, Andy. They're going to leave. They're not going to stay there forever. They it's not leave. that, but it's more like just... Being with the HBCU thing, I think it's just more like now he's at a, you know, PWI. So he's taking his black talents to help, um, you know, a different school where I feel like maybe he could have went to another HBCU and just took it more as a charity thing. But I feel like at the same time, I say charity because I don't feel like we give enough back to our HBCUs as a whole. I think the point that a lot of people are missing is, yes, he did leave. And yes, it was five for five hundred million dollars. Five hundred, five million dollars. I'm talking yeah, patty money. I definitely saw that. <laughs> no, but the thing is, he's taking his staff. So you got a staff that's making between fifty to seventy thousand. Now making well over two hundred thousand, which he said he would do. So I think he, I think he did his thing. Not only did he put these kids in position to be successful on life lessons, even if they don't continue to play football at Jackson State. But now these men can feed their families and have money and create generational wealth mm-hmm. amongst, you know, themselves and, and give that back. Like, that's I a hard that. opportunity to pass up. You know, and I also did not know, like, all the facts. So, like, just coming off seeing a blog headline or something like that, that's why when I was listening to you guys, I saw it differently. Mm-hmm. Because I can see the benefit for him and now I, the staff that I didn't know about either. So I see... That, that's why I kind of felt like even at the beginning, I was like, I can already tell I'm going to be pulled both sides because I just see the, you know, bigger, bigger picture. And then I just see that that could be the bigger, bigger picture yeah. as well. But I'm glad you disagree with us because we be needing that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Randy, here's going to be plenty of disagreeing. Oh, yeah. You know how that go, man. Well, shit, <laughs> it's been real and it's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. So I got to run. <laughs> We see y'all on uh, on Black Edge. Damn 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 damn. Damn. Hey, I hope I hope this part of the podcast don't get deleted. That was right. <laughs> All right. Oh, Fun. I know you got that wet, wet. I'ma sail on it, Capitan. Ship sink, I'm swimming. Shipwreck, I'm in it. Go deeper and deeper. I'ma handle my business. Yeah, girl, you fire. I want you like desires. I need you like Manny. Jabe, I'm trying to get hired. I'm loving the way that you walk. I'm loving the way that you talk. I call
call her Mickey D's cause I'm loving it Baby, you awesome, yeah girl, I'm hype I got that pipe, I'ma beat it up I come correct, cause lady, you are so right Check mic, one, two, yeah, I'm talking to you That's right, tell them chicks to move The baddest coming through is you The baddest one in I'm inviting into this home I can see you turning red Never felt like this before She said she only like girls But love men more Cash me out like Britney Spears Sex game so good I just might shed a tear That head game so good You the baddest one You not average one We popping tags aren't you coming Don't wonder why it's just something Don't deny it baby no fronting From front to back you stacked Like racks on racks on racks Can I get it where you at From the front, from the back It's like that, yeah you like that Like that, like this When I make you climax You know exactly what you Like you misses, or you really misses? I actually I, you feel like saying, I do, but you know my see, feelings you miss are. Them, or you don't miss them. Yeah. I mean, it's like I do, but then it's like I still see y'all like on social media, so you feel like you've seen each other. It's not I the same. It's Absolutely better in real life. Mm-mm. But I'm, I'm happy to see you guys, and I'm even more excited though for like who like back in the building want to fool with us. Doesn't that make y'all excited like me? I mean, you more excited for our guests than to see your co-hosts? I mean, well, there's that. It's cold-blooded. Well, because, you know, I just... Okay, I have no words. But I did kind of miss y'all. Especially no, wow. after, you know, the whole anonymous missing podcast episode. Yeah, show just went missing. You when know, I, stay, I stayed out of that, that, man. You know, Mike and Ron handled it pretty well. Yeah, it, it is pretty miraculous how that one episode that just one very episode much so. and disappeared. I, like, I disputed it. It said <laughs> that you had some some copywriting issues, and I disputed mm, it. I promise. I wanted to know what you all talked about, but I missed it. So you know, mm. we probably could have just used a different music bed and then put it out. Did yeah. you try to do that? I wasn't here. I re- I did but all but that you've been here. you've been back since. Yes? No, no, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, I'm talking about you have. No, I haven't. We haven't been here. Don't I we have an executive y'all. I producer? Said him. No, I don't think so. <laughs> don't you say? Don't we have an executive producer? <laughs> Do we? Yeah, I, th- I thought there was a head honcho around here. Oh, shit. You never you know. know. You know what? It's just changed. Okay, nevertheless. I thought there was um, a boss laid around here. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Excuse me, Ron. How you doing? I'm talking. So, it, nevertheless, I'm glad that you all up. are back. And I'm glad that we got a special guest today, like I said. Dude. So, it's a repeat. And I appreciate it because, I mean, she's that biatch, right? You know what I'm saying? Comedian. Funny as hell and like sis is popping. And what I like above all is like when she has things going on, which is the thing we're going to be talking about that's coming up her event. Uh, baggage claim is back in it. Okay, ATL. Uh, you know, she she be on it. Like, she be making sure, like, she get interviews, she get reviews, she go live. Like, she is active, popping her shit, and I respect and love all of it, okay? So, with further ado, y'all, let's give a round of applause for our girl, Kiana Dancy. Hey! hey welcome What's back. What's happening? Welcome back, Carter. Welcome oh. back. 
Okay, but look, let me make sure you get this right. It's uh, the Kiana Dancy. The. I'm the one and only. Hey, yeah, that's right. Get, it right. get it tight, okay? Entertainer extraordinaire, comedian, yeah, author, actress, talk show Everything. host, philanthropist, motivational speaker, all that stuff. Indian wait, wait, don't stop. Real estate agent, real estate agent. Owner, that's, that's right. Stop. That's, that's right. right. She got the, 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 the business with the phones. Holding it yes. down. Only black lady. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Kiana, welcome back on the cool, man. We really appreciate you. You know, when you came on our show the last time, so entertaining. Definitely a highly listened show. So shout out to you. And and then since then, you know, you had your event, which everything showed. It was extremely successful. People felt encouraged, motivated. You really empowered a lot of women from the feedback, from the hashtags where they tagged you. I said, come on, big sis. This is what we like. So congratulations on a successful first event, Queen. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it was successful. And the thing is, you know, oftentimes we, we are doing things and we're not necessarily sure what we're walking into. And I was overwhelmed by the success and also the support. July 20th, oh, in the room. And fellas, let me tell y'all something. You know, me and Randy having this conversation about girl stuff, but y'all don't understand why it's so important for the women to heal themselves. And I'm going to break it down to you. Break it down. Because when, when a woman is happy, holy, healed, Wait a minute. When a woman is happy, whole, and healed, the juices flow. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> Story safe. Come on. Yeah. It's more attractive than a happy, whole, woman. Uh, nothing wrong with juices flowing since there is some dead air there. I figured I'd reiterate. Let me say. Yeah, and of course, he's going to go right to the dirty mind. The juice. She said the juices. I'm talking creativity, that's what whatever. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Oh, we're talking about creativity. From the mind and from the heart Jeez. and soul. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I'm not imagining that. I'm not imagining that. I am 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 not baggage claim ATL okay December yes. the 17th uh, what are you wanting to do more impactful this go round than the first go round you know it's it's not necessarily more impactful it's to do it again let me explain this yeah. first of all we are coming into 2023 yeah the goal is to not be what we are currently or what we was. Because, we, you know, we're in the time of the year. You know, I'm not going to be that. I'm changing. It's new me. Yep, it is. It needs to be a new you. Because 2022, we've been through some things. You understand what I'm saying? But you don't want to be that going into the new year. So I'm challenging everybody to come to change your life. Be a better person. Do things better. If you've been doing things lackluster or if you kind of been doing it here, sis, I'm challenging you to take it up a couple notches. Because if you haven't learned anything, life is short. Man. Man, life is short. There's no promises that we'll be here. People are dropping dead for no reason. So the goal is to, when you come into the new year, you go in with a charge. You go in, yeah. you go in, come out with a bang in, the two, in 2022, but you go in ready to hit hard. Yes, I like so that. That is what I'm saying. I want you to let go of anything that has held you captive or hostage in your past. We're not looking backwards no more. Yesterday was yesterday. Today is what we're looking forward to. The future is what we're looking forward to. Absolutely. Man. Okay, good. Right, Rebecca, you should want to start preaching right there. Start making you like. I mean, you know, I'm safe when I'm savage, sis. I know the word, but I do like, <laughs> like some Megan Scallion. Don't play yeah, with me. Okay. <laughs> Same savage. I like that. No, but I do like that you just said, like, you know, because, again, it's December the 17th, and the fact that you're, like, we're just closing out the year, right? Like, the year ain't over, giving an extra boost and motivation that you need to release, and then you keep that energy rolling into the new year, and the momentum goes even further. So, I like the strategy behind that. I think that's going to be really good. 
you got to take a mental, physical, and emotional check of where you are. So once you know where you are, you know where you want to go. Because like I said, if you've been doing things right here or you've been operating at a subpar level, now you know, okay, I need to take it up a couple notches. Where if you want to scale up in life, whether that's finances, emotional, you have to declare a change in your life. I know that this is my last year being single. Hello? Husband, listen to me. I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) This is it. I ain't going to be single no more. You I can me? feel it now in the that, air. You know, I'm not going to go into the new year dragging none of that mm. junk that has held me down. My insecurities, my shortcomings, and my failures, we all have them. Male or female, we all have them. Listen, let me tell you something. I'm not winking at y'all, but my lash glue not dry. So every now and then, my <laughs> eye gets stuck. You got to get out of here. Anybody looking at all that, girl? Uh, I seen it, but I was like, maybe oh, it's me. <laughs> she ain't talking to Byron. I, I caught that out like, whatever. <laughs> okay, everybody studying that. Okay, so let me talk about a little bit about your panelists, right? Or some of the speakers for this event. Uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about who's on here because I, oh, I see we got a you know women's advocate, Lay Trust Smith. Tell us a little bit about her. So Lee Trust, so first of all, everybody that I have on my panel, they're very, very different, but they're very much the same. What I mean by that, we all have a commonality in that we know the Lord, we know the word, but honey, we are different in that we don't necessarily got to be down to the people church. This is marketplace uh, ministry. Yes, marketplace You might get saved at the strip club fooling with me. You hear me? Because I'm going to let you know how good the Lord has been good to me as I throw these dollars. City on a Monday. The Lord blessed me with this money today. Sis. Come on now. So Lee Trustmith, I actually went to junior high school with her. She's an amazing, amazing, amazing woman of God. She's also an amazing woman of um, she's a woman's advocate. She is, and let me say this, and this is very important to me that I that the brothers that are here understand what I'm saying. When I say women's empowerment celebration. Women's empowerment celebration, that does not mean that we're emasculating men. Oftentimes when you say, I'm I'm empowered, I'm empowered, men interpret that as we're not celebrating you or we're emasculating you or we're putting you down. That's not the case. That's not. But this is what I wholeheartedly believe. You fix the woman, you fix the family, you fix the family, you fix the community, you fix the community, you Mm -hmm. fix eventually the world. Mm. All things start with the woman. Now, yes, we do need a man to make a baby. That's important. But a man can pop sperm all day long without a womb, he not gonna make no child. That's fact. So you need that womb and you need that woman. Now these days, the people say they can make a baby in the picture just without the womb. <laughs> that ain't the world I'm from. Where I'm from, you need a vagina and a penis. You hear me? So when they come together, they make life. Somebody say, amen, amen. So what I'm telling you is, as we celebrate us, we're also celebrating you. Because again, fellas, what I say, a happy, whole, and healed woman, what? It's a wet one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes, Miss Kiana, girl. I want to kind of go back a little bit to what you were saying about it being women empowerment. And I think as, as men, we do have to understand that because it's women empowerment, doesn't mean that it's an all-out man bash session. And granted, I know plenty of guys, and there's there's a mix between the two. But if you think critically, I would never, I would never even knowing you and knowing the ladies that are attending your event, and I know how they are around each other and around men. I know this ain't no all-out men bashing sessions, nothing like that. 
But that is important to say because some men don't understand that, unfortunately. But I, I would never see that and be like, oh, man, they, they hate men in there. I ain't going in. No. Support it, well, fellas. there are men who do say that. And the they reason do. why they say that is because they are broken. So anytime mm-hmm. that you have a woman, um, and, and there may be women there who have been through some things, and so she is broken. But the goal is, like, where however you come, you leave a different way. Yeah. So, like, that's what the, the transformational experience is. You're coming one way, and you will leave another. Listen, let's just be clear. Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people. And also, I want to remind you that, honey, I... I've been in some relationships and been broke. I've been dumped up once or twice. I probably deserved it. Oh. I, I, oh. I, I did. But I will tell you, every man that ever left me, he wants to be back and he can't. But I'm saying to you that hurt, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. But also you need to also remind yourself this. Even if the women are coming and they're having, you know, there's opportunities for us. Girl, he did this to me. He did this to me. That is her story. But we also have to remember there are three sides to every story. There's hers, his, and the truth. And somewhere in the middle, there will be the totality of the who did what and who did what to who. Right? I'm not saying that it won't be some women there who got some things to say about their mate or their man or Mm -hmm. men, period. Mm -hmm. But that is her story and that is her truth. But my goal is to help her understand that even though that may be your experience, your story, and your truth, that's not everybody. Yeah, That's not. I'm a child molestation survivor. You think I could... Mm. Listen! You think I would be able to grow up and be able to be a sexual human being if I walked around here saying, oh, me and my less people. That's not true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's not true. But and I also know that if I was a rape victim, there may be a rape victim come or someone who's been through a divorce. And she, I've been cheated on. I don't think that all men cheat, yeah. but I know there's some cheaters out there. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So what you have to do is open your mind to the fact that this is my experience, but this is not always going to be my experience. Exactly. And I know I like the tagline where you have a safe place where women can claim release and heal from the emotional baggage they carry. Yep. I love it. Let me say this to you also. Fellas, there is is a baggage claim ATL. There is a baggage claim worldwide for you. It's coming. But let me get us together. Because you understand this. When when the woman is fixed, when that womb is good, like when she has in her bosom, when you go through, which first thing you do, and many times, fellas, you do call your fathers if you have that type of relationship with the man or with your father. But... More than likely, something going on. What you gonna do? You gonna pick up the phone, call your mom. You gonna call your mom like, mom, this happened. Da, 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 da. It can be, especially if you got a good one. I'm not saying all mamas are good, but especially if you got a good mom, you gonna call your mom and let her know. So, if it's a safe place, and when I say safe place, oftentimes when I talk to men, they're saying, I just don't feel, you know, I I, I feel safe enough to be open, or she don't feel safe enough enough to stay going on what happened or what she's dealing with so baggage mm. claim is just that i wrote this book called bye bye bags laughing to lighten the load telling people to get rid of their emotional baggage but many people weren't even claiming the bags that they had mm. Mm. when i wrote the book i said okay god now what he was like baggage claim you telling these people you telling ladies to get rid of their baggage they're not even admitting that they have issues they're not even admitting that they have baggage what does your baggage look like that's the question you have to answer because oftentimes we're too prideful to look in the mirror and say, you mean, you ugly, you sad, you jealous, you insecure, you got body issues, you got this and this, you, you know, we have all these issues that we won't face. Heck. Let me, let me say this. I had a conversation with my girlfriend yesterday and I told her that 
Men and women are very, very different in our insecurities. Women most of the times lead with our lacks in how we look, right? Our body, our butt flat, our breasts not good, our eye, our face, our hair, whatever. All this, someone said to me, I think y'all do that for women. I ain't doing none of this for another, another woman. There might be women that do. All what I do is one, because I like the way I look when I put some accessories. But I also, I'm a single attractive woman who's looking, who's looking for a single attractive man. Mm-hmm. So all this glitter and honey that I'm pouring on myself, this ain't for no helper. <laughs> no helper. <laughs> so, but, and then the same thing, so in the same breath, men do what they do for women. My father told me this. I was way too young to really know what it was and have a clue what he was talking about. He said, a man leads with his money and his manhood. And I said, what you talking about, daddy? He was talking about, you'll understand when you get older. And I st- as I think about it, and as I got older, he's right. Man, Money and manhood. He said, you need to get you a man with some M&M's. Ooh. Ooh. M&M's. Mm. Peanut M&M's. With some nuts, sis. <laughs> I want to put up with, up with some M&M's with some nuts in them. <laughs> So we all got our, we all have our insecurity, right? But what are you honest enough to say I struggle with this? And a lot of people are. And aren't. you ain't got to tell nobody. Mm-hmm. But if you told somebody, do you feel safe enough to be that open and that transparent yeah. to that person? Do you have a trial? So that's what that is. Baggage claim is a safe place when you stand up and say, listen, listen, I ain't got no edges. My hair is a mess. I ain't got no lashes. One day we're going to show up. We ain't going to have no hair, no lashes, no nothing. Ain't nobody going to have no bra, no belt pad, no girdle. Everybody going to show up as they are. Hey, I love it. <laughs> I, I bet you do. Hey, well, Drake, you Drake's do. famous line, uh-huh. sweatpants, hair tied, chilling <laughs> with no makeup on. <laughs> listen, that's the sexiest shit. A muumu, anything like that. <laughs> listen, on, it's like a large t-shirt. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let me see your face clearly while yeah. you lying to me. Okay, like, right. Listen, <laughs> I've said this you numerous no times. No they know it. You might like some sweatpants Team, team, team. I've said this several times. But it's questionable. I've said it several times. They said it's I mean easy that. access and it a lot is. of movement. It's like a big there. t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know. Right? I don't think you can see the movement. Absolutely, the movement. It's a, lot, it's a lot of movement going on back there. <laughs> he was so nasty. Can't take him nowhere. <laughs> but yes, the panel is full. The panel is going to be an. I have a rock star panel. The panel is full of amazing people. I have Dr. Barbara Joy, who is an MD. She's yeah. a medical doctor who speaks to you about how not allowing yourself to heal from your drama and your trauma can hinder you in the body. Mm -hmm. We oftentimes don't really understand. Yes, she said something on my panel last time that I never even thought about. She said 20% of our ailments is genetic. You know, your mama may have been diabetic, your father might have had high blood pressure, etc., etc., etc. But that 80% is your lifestyle. The stresses that you have in your life, the things that you're putting in your mind, your body, the the drugs, the drinking, the lack of sleep, etc., etc., etc. When we are over, when we self-prescribing, right? We're drinking, we're drugging. It's because we're trying to drown something or get rid of something that we don't want to think about again. Yep. Now I'm not saying having a drink is, is not a good time or I don't do it, but I am saying that if you do it in a, in excess, you are trying to remove something from your mind that you don't want to think about. That is my opinion. So Dr. Barbara Joy is an amazing asset to have at the panel. You can ask questions like your face breaking out, your hair falling out, 
There's women who pluck their pull, their lashes out, their edges out because they're stressed, they have anxiety. These are all things that you guys have no idea what we're dealing with. Some of these ladies got to wear lashes because they don't have none. Some of us got to wear a wig because we lost our edges and about to lose our top. You understand what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> Alopecia is a real thing. Right. Alopecia really is a real thing. That is. That is. That is. We have uh, Nicole uh, Nicole Roman, who is a minister in training. Okay. She's also a life coach. She is a Christian-based life coach. Mm. And she talks to you about, well, a lot of times when you are questioning why you're going through what you're going through and why God allows certain things to happen, she can support it with the word. Mm. If you're a believer, sometimes the word just don't make no sense. God, now, if you knew this was going to happen now, uh, why are you just in... Uh, Give me 100. We all have questioned the word. Yeah. We all have questioned. Now, listen now. Now, you see this boy over here acting a fool. Why you ain't just sending Jesus back? <laughs> we all have questioned the word. We will be alive if we say we did. So she gives you a sound, and she knows the word back and forth. That sometimes it don't make sense until someone who can give you the layman term. Yeah, it's making so it right here, right here, it say this. And then you got to think about it. Who, two, three thousand years ago... And it's so relevant to today. Folk acting a plum fool, but guess what? They was acting a plum fool then. And last but not least, we have Yavana Rocks. Yavana is one of the, she's going to surprise you. Because when you see her, she well put together. Well. I'm talking about well. Pretty girl, articulate, multilingual, beautiful girl. She's a, listen, she's a mental health professional, but she's also a recovering addict. That is why her middle name is Rock. She's a crackhead. Mm. And when you see her, you like, girl, when was you a crackhead? Girl, you fool, you look good, girl. Yo, she, they had the you best stories. Up there, child. You don't know what you want to say, girl. But that tells you, no matter what you've been through, it's not a final destination for you. Right. Yeah. But it's a choice. I love that. That, is, that. that I am ready. Like, come on, what's the day? We need to count it on down because that whole experience is just. Yes. You know, you the can like, you, you need you need that. And sometimes you may be listening and just feel like you're there just to support it. And you be like, dang, wait, I kind of like needed this, you know? And so, so do you have like where people can like write stuff down and take notes and little. Oh, then maybe it's going down. You have a, you'll have a notebook in your gift bag. With every ticket purchase, you will receive uh, an autographed copy of my book. You'll get a gift bag. You will get a, a there's a note card because we're going to write down the things that well, I said baggage claims. So we're going to write down the things that we're struggling with. And then uh, there was a poet. Shout out to Camille Deneen. There's a singer, Lachey Knox, gonna be in the building. Um, stellar, award-winning Lachey Knox. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then we have the panel. And then you'll get a one-woman show with me. And when I say one woman, at the end of the day, I'm still a comedian. Yes. So you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. Mm-hmm. We're gonna laugh and you're gonna cry. We're gonna have such an amazing good time. I dare you. I dare you to come in there with. <laughs> I, I want you coming in with all that doubt so I can get you together. You hear me? But I don't I don't really want this to be about just about the show. But the event is December 17, 12 the floor. You can get you in, get you out. It's at ATL Comedy Theater, downtown underground, underground opening, y'all. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, we, we did the uh, the art show, right? That's right. The Atlanta mm-hmm. Art Festival there. But I do have a question with the, okay, so is it in lower Alabama or, because, uh, you know, I see the 75 MLK Junior Street on the flyer. It's lower under lower Alabama. It's down in the belly in of yes. underground. Yes, absolutely. So it oh, and it, so. you will not miss it. There'll be plenty of balloons to steer you to guide you to the right direction. So uh, I'm just excited about this. I'm so excited about so many things. I'm excited that Senator Warnock is back in office. <laughs> I'm excited that we didn't sit old coon back to Texas. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> that you know we about to sell out baggage claim ATL. You can hey. get your ticket. At com- look atlcomedytheater.com. Get your tickets at com- atlcomedytheater.com. Choose the ATL Atlanta location. I'm excited about everything, girl. I love it. I love it. I love you, Kiana. Just your energy that you just, you know, you're already successful in your own right from all your list of accomplishments. But for you to just take all that goodness and try to help other people, other women, other men, like, that's just powerful. Because, again, we just need more of that, I feel like, in our culture as a whole. Like, you keep all this goodness to yourself, but you don't really want to, like, let me really actually go empower somebody else. So I truly Mm -hmm. respect that. I think the... I need everybody to remember is you're not the bags that you carry. You're not. And I, I speak, I want to make sure that I include the fellas here because I know that you have an equal listener um, base. There are men and women. I want fellas to understand you've made some mistakes. Ladies, you've made some mistakes. Like my homegirl and I was talking about the other day. She was like, girl, I used to be a hoe in my 30s. I said, well, me too, friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's subjective. Okay, he forgave you. He, I, yeah, he forgave you, Lord. Jesus. Think, I said, I think he forgave you. I said, I don't, I don't know if it's a cat. I don't know if it's two or four or six or eight or ten or twelve. I don't know what your count is. Yeah, the most multiply by three. You got your life where you try to do better. Sis. I think he gonna give you a pass. But at the end of the day. You're not the bags that you carry. And because you know better, you do better. And at the end of the day, we are all we have. Nobody is going to come get you. We got to save ourselves. And until we understand that starting saving me, and then I say, I help save you, we're not going to ever get anywhere. Yeah. Why That's do you it. think the Republicans put Herschel Walker Whoa. in front of us thinking that that was going to be okay for us? Because they don't think we got enough sense mm-hmm. to think. Now, we know we wouldn't pick Herschel Walker ourselves. I wouldn't pick him up off the side of the road. Let me tell you something. The only thing Herschel could do is put a ball in his hand and run. And the way that he's looking these days, he ain't good at that. So we already <laughs> that's all he can do. Run, Herschel! Oh my God, poor Herschel. And I bet you they had to steer him in the right direction because he don't look too bad. <laughs> I told somebody the other day, boy, he need to talk with a bouncy ball, like with Not subtitles. Yes, with the subtitles, boy. uh, The subtitles, and guess what? Lower thirds, that's what they call them in TV. Lower thirds, you know. And matter of fact, an interpreter. Everybody like, he talked, and this is what everybody do. What do you say? I want to spend a block on that, right? So, like, now that we have, uh, you know, back, he kept, you know, re- still kept his seat, right? Senator Warnock. So, like, what are some, I just want to ask y'all, everybody that's on here, like, so what are some changes that you're hoping that he'll do uh, during this next, what, six-year term, I believe? Yeah, he's in for six years. So, mm. so what are some things mm. that y'all want to see from him? I'm just curious, you know, for those who voted for him, uh, what are some things you want to see during his uh, reign? The gun violence is getting really crazy um yeah. just to see what they do with that would be but that's the senator 
That's that's not necessarily that wouldn't necessarily be on that level. That would have to start locally. Governor, they're not doing no. that. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. He can definitely help enforce. He can put pressure on releasing budgets to give more money for those kind of things that needs to happen in the state. Okay, so I, I, let me let me just say this, and I, I I know a lot about a little and a little about a lot of things. I'm not a Kemp supporter. And a lot of people were, um, you know, they did support Kemp based on the gun law. They feel like everybody should have the right to bear arms, mm -hmm. whatever. I'm not saying that that's not our citizens' right. Mm -hmm. But I am saying this. The reason that we have a lot of gun violence is it's a couple reasons. But the one of the few, the, I'm going to mention a couple. One is we don't have emotional intelligence to deal with our disagreements. Mm. The first thing, first time when somebody get upset and get angry, the first thing you want to do is shoot. Mm. There's no em emotional intelligence and there's no mo emotional maturity like, either. Maturity. That's the word I'm looking for. There's no motion, emotional maturity. When you don't have anything to lose, you don't care nothing about pulling out your gun. Mm -hmm. So the, the, and I understand the law don't say <clears throat> that you don't, you still have to do a background check to buy the, um, buy the firearm. The law basically says you now can have this firearm and you don't have to have a holster. That's fine. You now can see the person carrying the gun. I don't know if that makes me feel better or not, but at the end of the day, I know I see this this person walking around with this gun who don't look like they got it all together up here. <laughs> As soon as he's angry, he's mad, he's pulling a gun. That no, what I want is you give people something to do. Give them you. There should be before you can buy a firearm because of the state of the world right now. There should be some sort of mental health program Absolutely. or some test that you have to pass. That would impede on the Second Amendment, right? Though it would. But guess what? That might needs to be changed. There need there might be some cat. It needs to, maybe need to be some caveats. So what if it's somebody who can beat the system as far as a mental evaluation? Of? There's always someone that's going to beat the system, mm. always. But it is, it's just another check point. Yeah. It's another gotcha. opportunity. Slow them down I a little bit. Look, I just look down because there's no re and then there's certain guns I just don't think should. What are you shooting with an assault rifle? Right. Besides people. Cause if you shooting your deer, you ain't even gonna eat it. Cause you tore up the meat. <laughs> you, you ain't at war with nothing. Who you at war with now? And then, I mean, there's so many things that I think needs to happen. Stay ready to but keep you, from getting ready. That part. Okay. <laughs> and that's the problem. We're always trying to arm ourselves against who? Yeah. Each other. Exactly. And yeah. when I say we're arming ourselves against each other, we're killing mm -hmm. each other. It's not like we picking up our guns and going to shoot them. Right. Are We're coming up with some type of training day. class and to come together. Again. Are coming up with some type of training class to come like what the Black Panthers used to do. Like come together and enforce to protect, you know. They still have that and um here actually they have it here. They there's do. a well, yeah, there's a Black Panther and yeah. there's another group as well um that does it where they teach you how to carry firearms, how to protect yourself. It should be uh, more popular like though. Like yeah. they it should talk about it in like rap music instead of like you said, we enforce killing each other instead mm. of promoting what um Q was saying. Like I feel like if they promote more of that it would be looked at as popular. Yep. And that's the other thing. Many people carrying handguns have never been to a range. They don't even know how to aim. They don't yeah. know how to carry it. They're not keeping the gun on safe. I mean, I would assume the majority of them are keeping their guns on their firearm on safety. I would assume. But I saw a video the other day. I'm like, did you did you 
what was you shooting at? You know what I'm saying? And so that is dangerous where you get these random bullets going on. Are you talking all about the, the girl world. that protect and herself? She was about to get robbed? Are you talking about yes. that one? Yeah. She was shooting at everything, but yeah. never it's had hard to hit a target. moving target. It's hard to hit a moving target. Especially when it scared. is hard to hit a yeah. moving target. But guess what? It's possible. You know why? If you go to the range. Mm. Yeah. It's people out here all day long that's trained to do that. I'm I'm not saying it's the right answer. I'm just I, I'm just telling you that there is a reason there's so much violent mm. violence. There's lax. There's there's food insecurity. Yeah. People are broke. No, people like don't have jobs. Like y'all said, broken lack. people. is broken yes, people broken and people, then they, they lack have. the maturity mm. to even know why to have the gun. And, and I definitely agree with you. I'm 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 a huge person. Uh, I disagree with the the AR any kind of rifle. I I don't understand. Like you said, it's us arming. We're arming ourselves with these rifles, and against who? And against us? And we're taking out our children. We're taking out our brothers. I, I I definitely agree. But it's definitely a a lack of, as you say. But that's why they, the women need to come to to the event December seventeenth. And like you said, when you have it for the men, especially, it's so many broken men out there. So many, so many. And, and the, the difference between broken men and bro- broken women, um, bro, is we safe. We going through. Right. Mm. We have plenty of safe places we can get. Girl, girl, I ain't gonna lie to you. Last night, mm. I was on the phone with my girlfriend till four thirty in the morning. Mm. You hear me? Mm. We was. If I had, if I felt. Listen, if I felt good enough, we would have been doing a stakeout together. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. I ain't never known no brother say, hey, dog, come over here while I sit outside her house. But women, we'll do yeah, it all the yeah. time with each other. You hear me? Yeah, but that's, I'm that's trying to get you to understand what I'm saying to you. We have those circles that we can go to and say, sis, this is hurting, this hurting, da 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 He did yeah. this, she did this. Rarely do I hear brothers like, man, right. she broke me. Right. Y'all might say that to each other. But it's not it's not accepted to say I'm broken, I'm messed up, she hurt me. They just yeah. listen a lot to Drake don't. her uh, We just gonna uh, make you pay to for future it. Future and Drake. We're gonna make the next one pay for it. <laughs> yep. Yes, and that is not That's our not responsibility. Okay. That's what they do. Absolutely, it's, it's exactly what they do. Mm-hmm. It's not your responsibility for. It's not my responsibility to pay for whatever or whoever has done something to you. And say your that past. again. Say that. Your again. past should never have to pay for your future period so and i i get it if you are a man who is broken but you have to be actively working on your repair Mm -hmm. you have to be actively working on your healing if you are broken fine you can be broken but what are you doing to make sure that i'm not being held accountable for what you've been through Mm -hmm. what does that look like sir are you actively taking are you are you doing y'all know me I, i pcp all day long and I'm not saying I'm not talking about the drugs. Oh, okay. PCP, prayer. Yes. Right? But prayer without works is dead. The words say if you won't don't, if you don't put any work in, the word it, it's dead. Mm-hmm. So get what guess what you gotta do now? Couch. Find you a professional that you can talk to, a counselor, a therapist, a psychiatrist, somebody that can help you. And that person might have to say, listen, you might need a prescription. Mm-hmm. If you have anxiety, if you're dealing with um, schizophrenia or hearing voices or whatever your struggles are, whatever your mental illnesses are, mm-hmm. you might need to get someone to help you to diagnose you so that you're not being held captive by that. The worst thing in the world is to be captive by held hostage in your mind. Right. A black doctor, though, because a lot of these white doctors, I don't, I don't really, me honestly, believe in prescription because sometimes it can make it worse. 
it can like, and that's um, why i'll say get a second opinion yeah but since i don't necessarily believe in black and white because i'm gonna tell you a lot of my enemies look like me mm. that's true that's true you so i think you find someone holistic who, who you can hold accountable, who, who you respect, who respects you, who you can have an open dialogue about where you are mentally, physically, and emotionally. Whatever that person, you ask for references. You ask, because just because they black don't mean they gonna support you. All skin folk and kin folk, look at- Herschel. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a man name to be respectful. That's, <laughs> That's what you came up with, Coon? <laughs> Okay. So I do, I understand exactly what you're saying. Like I'll tell you, my OBGYN, she's not a, a sister. She's not. She's a white woman. And I hold her, look, what this mean? Tell me this. Da, 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 I drill her. Because what you're not going to do is have me with my legs cocked up and you ain't telling me what you're doing down there, sis. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but my dentist is black. Mm -hmm. So it, <laughs> look at these teeth. Yeah, nice and white, pearly, straight. Okay. So I'm just saying to you, you have to find what's, what's best for that best fit for you, mm -hmm. and if and if they immediately want to throw you on the pill, you also you should think about that. It's like, wait a minute, I, I'm not I'm not sure. Wait a minute, well, what do you mean? Go get a second opinion, work through it. If they, if they don't give you some kind of exercise to work through your mental um you know issues or you have a manic you know pressure depressions and all of that, you should be having second opinion. One of the best medicines in the world is laughter. Well, when you hosting, when you on the road, you got to plug that in too. Come on, look at this thing. I love it. So tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to extend this to all of your listeners. So y'all ready? Y'all got some drum roll? <laughs> you better roll that tongue. <laughs> uh, all of your listeners can um, come and be my guests at Atlanta Comedy Theater tomorrow. We're only having one show at 7 p.m. It is uh, the Red Fox Tribute Show. Oh, 100 wow. tribute oh. show. He is going to be a 100 tomorrow's his birthday, 100 years old. We have so many Rip Michaels. Uh, who else is going to be there? Rip Michaels. Lord have mercy. I know the little people. I've seen the flyer 700 times. <laughs> That's all right. It's tomorrow, Thursday. Tomorrow, uh, Thursday. George Wallace. All I need you to do is send Ronnie um, the list. You who is talk. Ronnie? You, who, who? Randy. Randy, sorry. Randy, <laughs> okay, listen. Randy, y'all send Randy your name and how many tickets you need. And I will make sure that you, yes. your name is at the Thank door. Thank you, Kiana. Yes, you do have to do two items still. And I apologize for that, sis. You still have to buy two items. But your ticket is on me. I am hosting. It'll be a lot of surprise guests popping up. You never know who's going to come. But yeah, I, his, nep his nephew, his grandson will also be there. So that is tomorrow. Tomorrow. I don't I wanted to add on that. That's when I just saw you last, cause you know Alton, uh, Alton Walker. You know he did his little his stand up. It was I enjoyed it. It was funny. You know Kiana yeah. was hosting. Ooh, okay. Alton Walker. You know he <laughs> was on uh, the morning show with the uh, what was the what was the egg on Kiss One Hundred Four at one time. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So it was yeah. that was. Yeah, he used to, what was the R and B workout. He was doing. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 we did do that. Even. We did do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we did do that. Yeah, Alton yeah. is funny. So shout out to him. He supports the show. So shout out to him. But go ahead, Key. Thank you. So tomorrow at 7 o'clock at ATL Comedy Theater in Norcross. So we have two locations, you guys. Norcross and Underground. So the show is tomorrow at 7 p.m. on me. But you still have to buy two items. Don't come in there and act the fool tomorrow. I got to buy two. Yes. What two items? Buy like two a, items. Get your drink like and your drink. wings. Oh, okay. I'm telling you. Oh, that's not bad. Or two drinks. Two oh, drinks. Sorry. Got something. And then come on in. But I need the list tomorrow by 
four o'clock. So if you can get to listen to me by four o'clock, this is the Red Fox tribute show. You do not want to miss this. It's going to be phenomenal. But before I go, I want to remind you guys that I love you. I love you with all my heart. And at the end of the day, we are all we got. We got to save ourselves. Your baggage, no matter how heavy it is, no matter how big that bag is, it does not define you. You have to know that you, whoever helped you unpack that bag will pack that bag. Forgive them and move on. Life is so short. And as you're sitting around here being mad and and wallowing, 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 you're going to look up and be dead and you at the gates or you in hell. He's like, I should have, I could have, I would have, and it's going to be too late. So, yes, ladies, meet me December 17th at ATL Comedy Theater, the underground location for baggage claim. We're going to claim, release, and heal from our emotional baggage that we have carried. Maybe you're not going through anything anymore or you haven't gone through anything at all, but I bet you if you live a little longer, you will. Mm-hmm. All right. Great ending. Snappy, snap, thank you. Snap. Thank you. Thank you, Kiana. Head over to yes, Kiana. Yes, I love y'all. Make sure y'all follow me down to the Instagram. Are we still on the Twitter? Did we get on Twitter yet? Yeah, Did we on everything. We're on the Twitter. Okay. I still on, I'm still on the Twitter. You Instagram. I'm on the Twitter. I, I haven't completely closed my account, but I. That's what Elon going to do it for y'all. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Twitter's right. Y'all, y'all make first. sure y'all. All y'all should come out to the show tomorrow. Come out to the show. Bring Well, I will food. say, so Keanu, on Thursdays, Mike B and myself, we do the uh, another radio show on the WGAU, the Power Pod, and we record at 7. Um, um, for, what time I'm, is it for, over? It's, it's over like 9 mm-hmm. or 10 or 11. So, but y'all, whoever, whenever y'all want to come, just send me the list by four o'clock. I'll make sure the names are at the door. It's gonna be, you know, we're gonna have a good time. I'm just Thursday night. Let's turn up. Let's turn up, turn up. So again, a woman's empowerment celebration. The Kiana Dancy presents baggage claim ATL Saturday, December the seventeenth, twelve to four p.m. Everybody, the event starts promptly at noon, okay? Remembering it's a safe place where women can claim, release, and heal from the emotional baggage they carry. So pull up, pull up, pull up for an exclusive and transformational experience. Yes? I love you. Yes, I love you. Look at how you did that, girl. We're going to have a poet, a singer. You get a get back. You get a one-woman show. you going to come in one Randy, way you going? That's the I, question. I am so excited. I couldn't you, go last. You didn't go to the last I, one. I, no, I'm, I'm there. I'm there like swimwear. Pew, 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 pew. Oh Aurelia, yeah, can you pull up? Indy, yeah. can you pull up? What's the date so I can plug it the, in? It, it, uh, December, wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. I know y'all said it, but I need to plug it in. December 17th. December 17th. And y'all can send your girlfriends or your wives or your sons. Get them on down. And I don't know if they're going to leave your side. They might want to change their life. But come on through. Please change their damn lives. Please. All right, 12 to 4, really. Yes. So thank you so much, Kiana. We love you. We appreciate you guys. Um, follow on all social media platforms and we can't wait to do the recaps everybody stay tuned and get into it we're gonna take a break and wrap this show on out so keep it locked on black educated and broke I don't know what to say Uh, I just feel like speak from your heart bro you should just ride with me Forget the rest. Let the music I'm the talk best. To you, you feel me? Mm-hmm. 
Eastside. Always on the grind, no time, I stay busy This whole new world has me feeling like Disney Having real money in the trust, now you feel me Blowing crud through the town with baby cause she missed me Walking out the crib looking elegant Body extra thick, supposed to be a friend But leaned in and gave the wettest kiss It felt right, I melt like a piece of ice in your hand You smell like berries and you looking right in the pants I try not to advance, but I can't even deny You seen the light in my eyes Wait till you give me the chance Never imagined us alone I don't wanna be a part That's something I can't condone When you have a fella heart I simply adore you I just want more of you I can't afford to lose you at all I know I'm breaking all the rules Trying to be close to you But if ever you fall I call it's alright You riding with the real You had a hard time On myself to make a hit Get our entire family about this ugly ditch And I ain't giving up until everybody rich And even in the mind, you're connected to a hit You're the woman of my dreams I ain't saying your name, you know who you are I ain't playing no games, they can take the backseat Yeah, they kept that attitude up Directed towards me like LMA And I be booed up before they eyes could blink Then they wonder how they screwed up He had respect for me, but he need a little too much Girls don't know what they need till it's too late And you're stuck with a fake hitter who can't equate to you Love, I surmise Find a guy that's on the level that can enhance who you are Baby, never settle Listen in the DMX like how's this going down Are you gonna go with me? Are you going with them clowns? Shook it's alright You're right, it's alright, baby You had a hard time Relax till you're feeling the pain You sitting there all kinds of sexy, regaling away, but your hood edgy, educated, and you keep a fella ready, can work her way around the kitchen, feed a fella bell, I sit back in awe, I'm amazed at y'all, bringing people to the planet, that's the gift of God, I live for you every day. Man, shout out again to Kiana Dancy, excuse me, the Kiana Dancy, you know, for joining us back here on Black Educated and Broke, telling us about round two for baggage claim ATL. You know, I appreciate and love what she's trying to do, so I'm excited about that. That's good. I hope that show popping. I, I definitely. A lot of people need spiritual healing. Come on, and like you said, you, you, start, you start at home with the woman. When the, when the black woman is good, everybody's good. I don't care what nobody but with that, um, we'll appreciate her. So make sure you pull up on December the 17th. Check that out. Uh, go to Kiana Dancy for tickets. Um, but for next week, well, next week, guys, is going to be our last show of the year, of the season. I feel like it's been a pretty good year, a pretty good season all year. What y'all think? Yeah? 
Yeah. I've had a great 2022. And, you know, next week we're going to delve into delve more into that. You know, some highlights, maybe play a couple of fun sound bites from the past that we've done this last for season five. Because, you know, we've been doing this since 2018. Like, we've been, like, holding this thing this Can down. Can y'all find the clip with the, the light skin? Uh, oh, Vib? right. I just want to hear that. With, oh, yeah, we got it. Yes. <laughs> that might be on the title of a cover. Yes, that was... Man, what was that with Aurelia and Ron? Oh, oh that? <laughs> Y'all got to get that clip. Y'all got to get that. I didn't think that was funny at all. That's hilarious. I, I didn't think that was funny at all. Yes, yeah, the top moments, right? So we're going to definitely recap next week. So tune in for that. And then we do have a guest. We got a slap it or dap it. Um, he goes by official Dre Day. I met him at um, the Mass Singer event, and he was singing. And I was kind of shocked because he looked like one way. But then when I heard him, I was like, he a singer? Oh, he's yeah, a singer. he's a singer. Is it Slap It or Dab It? Yeah. You doing singers now? Sure. We've had a couple of I uh, thought we did, did here. we? I don't know if I slapped or dapped him. I may have just let him play their shit. Well, either way, we're going to sit down with him. Okay, that's cute, everybody. And we're going to see how that goes. I don't think we none of, none of the R&B artists that have come I don't feel like we did either. Why they, you they act like you don't remember? They must have been pretty good. <laughs> that's, no, that's Maybe not that's true. Well. The who, R&B? Who, which, who, who, which one that was singing, not rapping? Uh, I dap Danny. Remember? Danny, Danny. Danny. Oh, Danny Love. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. girl. He, he, was was tripping. Tripping. Oh, he did. He was tripping. Yeah. <laughs> he was tripping. Yeah, but nevertheless, hopefully he gets a round of slaps when he comes on next week, guys. So, He's going to dab it. Why? Uh, so, it as might, always, guys, make sure that you follow. He might get a dab because this is the last one of the season, right? I got to get one in. Gotta... No, no, no. Might, follow might us too. on social media. I'm not listening to Ron. Uh, Black Educated and Broke. And on Twitter, B-E-B underscore podcast, A-T-L. And, guys, check out our YouTube page so you can see us in person live in action. Shout out to Zay from the Bay who gets that done for us. So, y'all got any last things? Mm-mm, Merry Christmas. Happy and, Kwanzaa. Well, they, we can save that for time. next week. What you oh. new girls give me for Christmas? You know what I mean? Oh, hell. Boy, bye. Bye, bye. bye, man. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>